Welcome to the Five Tool Firefighter Podcast. My name is Nick Higgins, firefighter and author of the Five Tool Firefighter book. Each week, we bring you an inspiring message or person to help you become the best version of yourself you could be. This journey is for the long haul, not the short. Now let's start our journey to becoming the best version of ourselves we could be. Our thinking today does not necessarily dictate our decision-making tomorrow. Welcome back to the Five Tool Firefighter Podcast. What do I mean by our decision-making does not necessarily dictate our thinking, our decision-making of tomorrow? And what I mean by that is growth mindset. Well, how does that make any sense? How does our growth mindset and our decision-making go hand-in-hand? It 100% goes hand-in-hand. And I'm going to steal a line from Coach Mike Tomlin of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Reasonable Expectations. And I'm going to continually use that term throughout this episode of today's 5-2 Firefighter Podcast. And I'm going to put that YouTube video of Mike Tomlin talking about that to his team in the show notes. But what am I talking about? What I'm talking about is simply... You become a firefighter. You go into recruit school, proby school, candidate school, whatever you want to call it, firefighter one school. <laughs> An intro to firefighting. I don't know what you call it. We call it firefighter one. We call it probationary school. Where I come from. And most of the time, many of the people that step into this program do not know anything about firefighting. Many of them are volunteer firefighters. Some of our people becoming volunteer firefighters. Some of our volunteers become career firefighters. Some are people off the street becoming career firefighters. So there's a blend. Let's put that aside for a moment. Let's put all that aside. And let's put it out like this. When I was in the academy, I was taught, we are teaching you just the right amount of things to get you killed. And that was the line, teaching just the right enough things to get you killed. Well, we go in, we don't know anything. We don't know about all these different things. We don't know about fire behavior. We don't know about building construction. We don't understand about pulling lines, fire suppression, ventilation. It just looks cool, right? That's why we thought about doing this, because it looks fun. Well, here's the thing. When we come out, we still don't know anything. And the reasonable expectation goes to to this right here with this piece. You come out after your so many weeks or whatever, how long it is in your your area to become a firefighter. Our state has 150 to almost 200 hours of training on top of being an EMT. Every state has its own regulations. So you come out, show up. And you know what they taught you in the academy. A lot of times, if it's brought out with multiple departments at that same time in that class, you're learning the basics. Now, there are times where it's going to be that department running their, their new new hires, we call for that for the moment, through the program itself and teaching it the way they want. So you're going to learn their way of doing things as opposed to going through it with a plethora of other departments throughout the state. 
but you still don't know much. But the reasonable expectation is that you absorb some enough information and put enough into the skills and time and effort into doing what needs to be done to graduate, to show up on your first day and be able to perform at your very best as a first day firefighter. And that's the expectation. And to learn from there on who your crew members are, your way around that firehouse, your way around that apparatus, where are all the tools, what needs to get done, the seating assignments, whatever needs to be, whatever you need to cover. You're learning that through your first year. And that's an expectation that your first year is not going to be as glamorous as your second, your third, your fourth, and so forth and so on as you start seeing more comfortability with the other firefighters. And you're just trying to stay above flow so you can stay on. You can hang here. It's a probationary period for a reason. But when you come off that probationary period, there's a reasonable expectation that the standard you were held to in that probationary period goes away. And now you're held as a full-fledged firefighter of that department. And you did everything that was asked of you and required actually of you to earn that full-fledged firefighter. It's a reasonable expectation that you put the time in. And whatever that time may be, some departments have their probationary firefighters present training modules to them on shift, on different topics, and very thought out presentations. Other departments expect you to meet parameters throughout the, your first year. Skill set wise, being able to perform different tasks in certain time frames. Other departments quiz you on every little thing that's on that apparatus and many different things around that firehouse and many different things around that district. It's an expectation, a reasonable expectation, that you know that stuff because it's your job. But what the things they're not telling you is your expectations, and this is continually growing with a continual growth mindset and advancement, is you're, you're studying. You're studying outside of your day-to-day. -day. You're taking time to get into books, whether it's leadership books, firematic books, books on growth, no matter what it is. You're reading books. You're picking up Fire Engineering. You're picking up Firehouse Magazine. You're picking up Crackle Magazine. You're going on to FireNation.com, FirehouseBeauty.com. You're listening to podcasts that are very educational and you're picking up things. You're not getting caught doing things you shouldn't be doing all the time. You're, you're, you're making sure you're, you're studying studying the game you're a student of the game you're 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 honing your craft every chance you get but what you're also doing is you're taking care of your body and taking care of your mind you're getting the right sleep you're working out you're recovering yourself and you're utilizing those around you that have been in your position 
to help you, guide you, and mentor you to your next level. When you get to that next level, now you're a firefighter, and your reasonable expectation is the mistakes you made as a probationary firefighter do not trickle into your your full-fledged firefighter. When you become a two- or three-year firefighter, those mental errors that you would make in the beginning, maybe you're fumbling, connecting the hydrant together. That should not happen when you become, when you're one, two, three years, four years on, fumbling, putting a hydrant together. Mess it up when you're when you're flaking out the hose on the initial attack line. Struggle putting your air pack on. Struggle putting up a ground ladder by yourself. These are expectations. Mike Thomas says reasonable expectations that you should have, and the department has on you to be able to do these things because it's part of the job. And every year, every day, you should be getting better at those things. If you're not getting better at those things, you're not growing. You're not advancing. You've grown roots. You've gotten comfortable with what you're doing. And you're, in a sense, okay with that. But the reasonable expectation is you're taking every little thing to advance yourself to whatever the next level you want to get to is. Do you want to study for the promotional exam to be a lieutenant if that's the, the lowest level you have on your department? Are you studying for that? Or do you want to be the best engineer? Do you want to be the best... Nozzle man, do you want to be the best? Vent man, what do you want to be the best at? So you got to have those reasonable expectations of yourself to get there. So we're going to talk promotion for a second. You're studying for the promotional exam. Your reasonable expectation is, well, to back it up, the department's expectation is anybody who's eligible seven years in is going to be eligible. My department here is eligible seven. They are going to want to expect a copious amount of firefighters to want to sit for the test. That's the reasonable expectation. We have enough firefighters, we have enough openings, we're gonna, we will expect a good turnout. And we hope we've done our part in educating, instilling this value, keeping the morale where it needs to be for these people to want to grow and keep advancing and helping this department and this community. That's really the reasonable expectation. Now, the other side of reasonable expectations is they're also expecting you when you sign up to put your all into taking that exam and reading the material that they provide to be read and being able to take that, that written test, take that oral exam, and put in that effort. And it will show if you've put in that effort in those exams. It's a reasonable expectation. Because now you have to prove it, that you've done it, that you are willing to step up. You've done all you can to get, you want to be at the next level. You want to be a, how do I want to say this? A, a new, a, a ranked leader in the fire service, because we're all leaders of the fire service. Now you want to have a ranked leader in the fire service. You want to be a new one. You want to step up to that, to that role, and you want to lead a crew. It's only an expectation that we all have. If you don't want to do that, that's totally fine, but it's still a reasonable expectation to still continue to study, to still pick up the books, to go to the trade shows, to sit through the, sem the, wet the seminars, to attend webinars, to attend CEU courses, not just the stuff that is provided by your department that you have to do as a mandatory training. That's, like, that, that's mandatory, that's required of you. 
to do, but to do the things that aren't required of you. They can't control what you're doing outside of that firehouse. They can't ex control what you're doing when you're at home if you're, if you're reading the books, if you're working out, if you're getting enough sleep, if you're limiting your alcohol, if you're doing some active and, and passive recovery. They can't, they can't control that as much on your own time. But it's an expectation that they have that you are doing these things to get yourself better. So the fumbles and the mistakes and the mindset you had early in your career has evolved, has grown. And the things that took you long to make decisions on early in your career, such as maybe size up, apparatus placement, line stretch, reading smoke, understanding fuel. All them things. That starts going away as you start growing because you're diving into those books. You're reading things from this. You're reading things from UL. You're reading things from the Fire Hero Learning Network. You're going on Fire Engineering, Firehouse Magazine, Crackle Magazine, Insight Fire Training. That's not a plug. I just love the stuff. You're getting into the functional fitness. You're reading stuff from Jim Boss, Aaron Zamzel, Dan Kerrigan. Going to the Firehouse Tribune. You're listening to podcasts. Like this one, like the Five Alarm Task Force, like the student of the game, like Crew First Culture. I can go Crew First Culture. You're doing these things. It's a reasonable expectation that you're finding ways to get better. It's on us. It's on us to take care of our bodies. It's on us to take care of our minds. It's on, on us to, to have that growth set. And what we need to do is we have to understand our nutrition as well. We have to understand what we're eating, we're putting our bodies, it directly impacts our performance. And I've said it, I have a podcast on it, I have a written article on thefirestream.com, but it is true. The 80-20 rule stands true. You can eat clean, eat healthy 80% of the time, so you're not killing yourself 100% of the time, and 20% of the time you can take some time off. But the best time, the very best time to keep the 80% rule in place of eating healthy, as clean as you could possibly can, is before and during shift. Think about that. Before and during shift, if you're eating the right nutrition, you are preparing your body, you're fueling your body. For, for battle, in a sense. If you're taking care of your body before shift, during shift, and then recovering after shift, you are again preparing your body, preparing your mind for the long haul. You have the growth mindset. But it's always on the individual to do what they need to do to have those, those reasonable expectations. Because the department has it. Your crew has it. Your officer has it. The citizens have it. You need to have a reasonable expectation of yourself to know what is the right thing to do and how to grow my mind, grow my body to become the best version of myself, the best well-rounded five-tool firefighter I could possibly be. And I got to do whatever I got to do to get there. I got to read whatever I can. I got to listen to whatever I can. I got to train with whoever I have to train with. 
in order to continually growing, to continually getting better, and to becoming the best firefighter I myself can possibly be. There's nothing more, there's nothing less about that. That's all. All I have to say today, reasonable expectations, having a growth mindset. If you want to read more, pick up the book, The Five Tool Firefighter. Pick up The Five Tool Firefighter Tactical Workbook. It is on thefirehousetribune.com slash shop, Amazon, and Barnes & Noble. The bundle package, 30 bucks is only at thefirehousetribune.com. You can also subscribe to this podcast, like this podcast, share this podcast, rate this podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, thefirehousetribune.com YouTube channel, and you can catch myself and Tom Marciano, the co-host of Station Talk, once a month, we're coming to episode just next week. You can subscribe to that. You can listen to that on Apple, Spotify, and Anchor as well. And also, you need to get better. How do you get better? Well, for us, for me, Origin USA, Jocko Fuel. Use our code, 10% off. Using that code, FHTribune at checkout. You get Jocko Fuel products, discipline, go. Greens, milk, vitamin D, krill oil, joint warfare is a good one. Get all that stuff, 10% off using the promo code FH Tribune. Go to Origin USA. You can get some lifestyle power. You can get some other great workout equipment. Apparel made here right in the USA. Boots, all accessories, same promo code, 10% off, FH Tribune. But if you want to look good, want to protect your eyes, most important things, to protect all your eyes because we need them to be firefighters. Go to FrontlineOptics.com. 15% off using the promo code FHBN at checkout. And you can wear stylus glasses on shift or off shift. They are also owned and made by first responders right here in America. Actually, in San Diego, California. So you know we're getting some good stylish glasses right off the West Coast. FHBN.com. 15% off. Frontline Optics. And also, if you want to help first responders in their time of need, donate to the Five Alarm Task Force Corp. 501c3 organization. My brother, Steve Green, president of that organization, donating all the funds that they receive from you as first responders from the webinars. Just going on the website, making a small donation, goes back to helping first responders in their time of need. Steve just sent out two more checks to two other families, to firefighters that actually lost their homes in a fire. Just go on social media. It's on if you just put it up the other day. Fire Alarm Task Force Corp. Donate what you can. Listen to the podcast. Be a first responder. Helping first responders. Mental health is still a stigma. Everybody's dealing with it. The first responder world is definitely dealing with it. Next rung. Donate to the next rung. We're proud partners of the next rung. We donate to them. We work with them. We help with their, I got your six throwdowns. So donate to that organization. Help first responders dealing with mental health. Sign up at a box virtually or in person for one of their throwdowns. And again, still help mental health in the fire service. Because the people that are on the other end of that 24-7 hotline from the next rung are peer support counselors that are also first responders. 
and are trained, and many of them have been through what you may be going through. Nextron.org. Donate and help a first responder and help end a mental health crisis in this industry. That's all I have today. Until next time, work hard, stay safe. Live inspired. today's episode of the five tool firefighter podcast if you like what you heard and you want to hear more please subscribe to our podcast on apple spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts also please leave us a rating and don't forget to pick up the book the five tool firefighter available on amazon at the firehouse until next time work hard stay safe and live inspired